You are listening to the Fuerte Network. Welcome back to our newest episode of Hey Betch, where we talk about everything like politics sometimes. 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 This time. This time. This time a lot. Uh, Sex. Sex. Pop culture. Um, Get with it. Get get with it. (laughs) Getting with it. (laughs) Getting with it. Getting it on. And. Oh, gossip too. Gossip. gossip, Celebrity gossip. All that stuff. Um, What else do we talk about besides each other? That's pretty much the whole That's show. Pretty much it. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> that sounds good. Well, you guys already know my co-host, the shadiest bitch who's living proof that you can even cast a shadow in the dark. Wow, I like it. I'll take it. I'll take <laughs> I was, it. I, I sat on it for a while. It took me a minute. <laughs> and then this is my co-host. Oh shit! The five-time consecutive pie eating contest winner, <gasps> Memo. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Oh my god, I fucking hate you. <laughs> you you won those awards, girl. Don't be ashamed. I mean. It was high school. And you uh, it shit. was last week, and you, you know. It. It's my story. Let me stick to what I want to say. But no, uh, we got a great show for you guys today. Very we got a lot to show. talk about. Um, we're going to get real. We're going to get down. Wait, that's not the that's right That's a word. different That's a different, different story. Show. But no, it's going to be a great show. We've got some. Uh, this is the most respectable show we're going to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We've got a great guest that's going to be joining us a little bit later, who's going to bring us a lot of amazing information. Can't wait for that. But let's get on it, girl. Let's get on it. First what you got for me? Well, um, I did want to. We got a few some some really good hot topics that we want to touch up on. I just need to say three letters. B E T. Did you watch the B E T awards? I did not watch them, but, but I. But you I heard know about what, what happened. About. You heard about what happened at the B E T yes. awards. First off, um, Lil Nas X. I just want to talk about Lil Nas X. Two things fan that I want to bring up. I mean, we're the fan of, fan of him. Fan of him. Absolutely. <laughs> the show's two a fan things, of him. Uh, that outfit that he that he wore to walk in. Skimpy as hell, but the the like the the hoop. It wasn't a skirt. It was pants, but they uh-huh. were huge. Did you see that? No. Very androgynous. I think that one. Oh right there. shit! That is amazing. Like I was I was oh. watching this and I'm just like I didn't see this. He showed up and he showed out. I love that he doesn't go fit. He did, and look at that. That's amazing. Little chesticles too. Ooh, Some yes. chesticles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I loved it. I was feeling okay. Very Victorian, you. big skirt. I love it. And then this. This is going right to be here. very Madonna uh, Super Bowl uh, performance. Or MTV show, whatever. Oh, was it, video. it was the VMAs. No, <laughs> when, it wasn't. It kissed, was the Super Bowl. It was the Egyptian theme. Oh, well, that part, yes. But when yeah. she kissed uh, well, she kissed yes, Christina no, and Britney. That's what I'm saying. It's giving me both. It's giving well, me the this, Super Bowl and then the kissing Britney. Absolutely. Well, this is actually causing a big stir in the black community, in the hip-hop community. Oh, I'm sure Twitter but, went off. Black Twitter? Oh, they, but, but you have... What I love seeing is the fact that so many people have actually come to his defense. Of course. And I mean, people, but what's there to defend, though? But what I mean is, like, like, like to his defense. To encourage him, right? To encourage yeah. him. But I, what I mean by defense is the fact that people are not allowing others to, to hate on him for yeah. expressing himself. Like, he is at the top of the game in, the hip, in, in hip-hop, and you are turning hip-hop on its head right now. Right. You know what and I mean? And then these shows are made, f- these performances, like the MTV uh, Music Awards and, like, the Super Bowl, they're made to not cause controversy, but get people to talk Absolutely. It, right? So this is perfect. And, and again, I think this, the big statement here is going against the grain in the black community. 
Absolutely. Right? And the hip-hop community and exactly. any community. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I think it's amazing. Oh, I loved it. The, did you watch the performance yet? I did not. I just watched the headlines. And you call yourself a fan? I didn't say I was a fan. <laughs> I said the show. <laughs> <laughs> you, did, you done tripped over yourself, girl. Yeah, it's fine. Your belly pulled you down. Yeah, and then it bounced right back up. <laughs> like a true bitch would. <laughs> I, no, I no. love his music, and I, I will follow that. I just didn't have a chance to watch the video. No, it's actually really good. The performance was really good. He, he came out, guns a-blazing, almost literally. But... Um, no, he showed out like it was a, it was a damn good performance and since it's top, topped it all off with that kiss. I think it was it couldn't have been it couldn't have ended better. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. Also at the BET Awards, one of the most one of the, the big things. So like Queen Latifah. So they gave her the Lifetime Achievement Award. Right. Yeah. And I've been I've been following Queen Latifah since the 90s. Yeah, I'm that old. But uh, one of the things that I love living about her, single, there's always right? been, yeah, <laughs> living single or even that one. I remember her first hit that I remember listening to was uh, UNITY. Mm. And she, so there's always been speculation that she is, in fact, gay. Yeah. Um, and but she's never humored it. She's never talked about it. She's always yeah. led, led a very private. Very life. private, yeah. And with her lifetime achievement award, she acknowledged Ebony, her partner. She yeah. says, "My love, Ebony, my love," and she acknowledged her her son, Rebel. And so awesome. this was technically her public coming out, and I think this was yeah, because so she never it was never like a, some kind of Twitter post. It was never kind yeah. of anything. It was just her living her life. Just privately, and then it was none of, and it's nobody's business. Absolutely, until she wants it to be known. Right? Exactly, and I, what I love about that is like I'm not saying that we need to live in the closet. Absolutely not. Like come out, come out wherever you are, right? Yeah. But like you gave it normalcy, and you gave yeah. it like this is my life, and I don't need to put it on public display. But the fact that she did though, and she did it so beautifully, she mm -hmm. you know she even said Happy Pride. Yeah. Like she like it was a beautiful speech. It was a beautiful moment that she gave to everybody, yeah. and that she shared with everybody with that news. So I'm kudos to her. I'm excited yeah. for her. And then that kind of brings up the point of like coming outs are probably just going to become something super normal yeah. by being by having both those big coming outs and mm -hmm. then those private coming outs like absolutely it, it's becoming normal for us to do it however we want if you want it and you can only absolutely like for, like for example like when we talked about the football player yeah um carl nasib i know <laughs> i was like oh my god what's his name again <laughs> uh no carl nasib like he just did a, hey guys want to like, take hey. a quick moment just let you guys know i'm gay and He's then like, i'm literally like, let me let me take 10 seconds to tell you i'm gay and then let me move and on. moving on <laughs> like you're adding it's it, you're right it's almost yeah. becoming normal it's becoming like i don't know it's it's being owned a lot more yeah. and and then I, I mean, I think the future is not having to come out. Yeah. It's just like if you mention, oh, this guy is, is really good looking or I'm interested in dating this person. There's nothing. There's it's no going to be more of like, an oh, I know, gay? right? Rather than, yeah. wait, what did you say? Exactly. Yeah. So that's cool. I, I'm actually happy to hear that, that, that she did this and she owned it. So she's living her truth but publicly do, now. But do you find it really, I find it really annoying that when Britney and Madonna did it because it was two girls, it was... It wasn't as hateful as this. Or so, there wasn't as many hateful comments. It was more of like crazy. And it's like, I don't know. When, when, it, when two women do it, it's, it's, it's much less palatable. Wait, wait, because you know what it is? It's because it's, it's women are seen to be more sexualized. Yeah. So when two women do it, it's more sexy because it's been sexualized for as long as far as you know right. people and can fantasize remember. And, and it's, it's like fantasized yeah fantasized. And, and you got to remember that to an extent like you know uh, history has shown us that people believe that we live in a man's world right. and so men um will all sexualize that and mm -hmm. and and they want to see that so that's why it's seen yeah. as sexy oh they're so pretty it's like they it's like a pass because they're like oh girls are really affectionate and they're mm -hmm. like really so it's like 
a little annoying just because it's like absolutely and then like when you see it like like i happen to i loved seeing you know what they did but like for me it's just like it that it's it bothers me that we're still having this type of conversation mm-hmm. when the britney christina madonna thing was mm-hmm. 2007 yeah, early 2000s early 2000s 2000, yeah. um and amanda's it this many years later and it's still headline news like mm-hmm. rather than oh Cool. We've seen this before. Yeah. It's kind of normal, but no, no. That's what I'm saying. That, that's the difference. If it was, if it was a, if it was a two men in 2000 and whatever, oh. whenever that happened, it would it would have been crazier. Yeah. Right. So that's what I'm saying. They, they got to pass a little bit. And even like the whole like like you mentioned Super Bowl, like when Janet Jackson got her when when the titty came out. That when her yeah the nipple <laughs> slip, the nipple scene around the world. They blamed her. They Justin blamed Timber. her. She was. He's the fine. one who pulled the thing. He's off. the one that did like, it. But yet it's okay for Maroon Five. Not that I'm complaining. But it's okay for Adam Levine <laughs> to uh, to Just always be shirtless. To be always to always be shirtless and was performing at the Super Bowl with nothing on, with right. well, no shirt on. No shirt on. So where's the? I see your nipples, bro. Like, like for real. <laughs> and like they even came for J Lo. Like there's that one part where she slid across the stage mm-hmm. and she was covering herself down there, and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, she's touching herself. No, oh that costume could have ripped. Guys always trying to avoid their, that. Guys always touch their crotch. Seriously. In, in performance, and so like, come on. Again, we're not complaining. We're not complaining, <laughs> but the double standard, honey. But it's a double standard. <laughs> Ladies, we see you. We feel you. We don't feel you. Well, no. Physically. <laughs> Hyper- no, it has, it be, it's been years. <laughs> they, we, yeah, you get it. We're with you. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, other ones. So, um, oh, my God, I'm just drawing a blank right now. But the in the, uh, the Olympic trials for Tokyo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the hammer thrower. She tried out for the Olympics, and she got she in the trial. She did earn her bronze award. Mm-hmm. She did an amazing job. And literally, as they presented to her, they start playing the national anthem rather than before it all started, but more right there in that moment. She feels like she got set up and she got okay. pushed into the moment where she's at. But what she, what ended up happening is everybody turned to face the flag, hand on chest, mm-hmm. the way we everybody does for the national anthem. Yeah. She turned away from it. Right. And so people are coming for her because of it. Oh, she hates her country. She's doing this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's, <laughs> but it's just like it's 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 you know what I love about what's happened is, the White House has already spoken up about it and they're celebrating the fact that right. she's expressing her first right amendment of freedom exactly. of speech, um, and I don't know if you knew this but actually Puma reached out oh have they and have endorsed her good she's got an endorsement from Puma about women that move us is what the mm-hmm. uh, the the campaign is and so like there's going to be the good and the bad but there's a lot of people coming for her about yeah. having. Having uh, turned the other way. This is this is a uh, really interesting to me because, if I recall history, yeah. uh, in Germany, in the when the the Olympics were in Germany, mm-hmm. we had that picture of those two black um, athletes yeah. with their fists in the air. Yep. Right. So, it's really funny how we have already example of protests in the Olympics, mm-hmm. but this is too much, right? Mm-hmm. When you're just protesting. And showing it peacefully. Absolutely. The way you want it. The way that you want it because they're opposing. And by you, we mean the people who oppose. Yeah. Are always be like, why don't you do a different way? Especially with like the kneeling in the NFL. Mm -hmm. It's always like, this is disrespectful. Do it this way. Do it the protesting way. Okay. When they protest, what are they, what happens? You're up in arms about it. You're up in arms about it. Then they literally physically, police physically move you out of a peaceful protest. Right. So it's like, whichever way you want, they want it. It's not good enough. It's never going to be good enough. It's never going to be good enough because they don't want you to go against their beliefs or whatever they want. Exactly. Right. So it's like, it doesn't matter what they want. So I I give her kudos. Absolutely. She's like, 
we've tried it your way. It's not working. It's not working. So let me do it my way where I can be peaceful and still make a make and, a and still make a statement. Make a statement. And then everybody I remember I was reading the comments as as I was reading that um that article and somebody had mentioned, Oh, um, why not just hold a press conference? And then literally the comments that followed it was like literally like in the thousands, like on that one little comment. Like, like, and then it's like literally, first of all, who's gonna actually watch a press conference from somebody like who's barely even known? Like, she's barely coming out, breaking records already, but who's barely coming out on the scene and, and making her her small statement, a huge statement. Who's gonna watch that no, press conference? No one's gonna. If she didn't, hadn't have done that and it didn't make any headlines, it, it wouldn't have gone anywhere. Right. As well as, uh, even if it. Even right now, people who are against it mm-hmm. are not in a space where they'll even think about it, even open up to the uh, possibility of, of what message she's trying to portray. Right. right. So if you're not willing to listen and you're not willing to open your mind up yep. and have a, like a paradigm shift, yeah. they're not going to listen to just like a press conference. They're exactly. going to listen to something bigger. Exactly. So until they're willing to listen, then it doesn't matter what they're doing what the protest is right it's like and, and it literally like the, like you want you know you're you're so offended and you're so tired of these protests as you uh, as you call them and these 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 this disrespect that mm-hmm. everybody's paying the flag right yeah. then why don't you have a seat listen to what needs to be said listen to their side of it mm-hmm. and then like you said have a paradigm shift and truly understand where they're coming from or at least try to well, put yourself in their like shoes. It's always pinned against each other. Like it's, it's yeah. one takes for tat, like you said before. It's like there's never a space where you can just talk to somebody. Yeah. And just be like, they make they make a good point. It's exactly. never that. It's always that thing that we talked about before, where like someone who listens to respond and not to understand. Yeah. That's exactly what's happening. And that's all it is. Right. It's all yeah. it is. It's like I'm only listening to you because I want to create my rebuttal. Yeah. And and that's what's been happening forever. And it, it, it's funny because like uh, I have family members who are who were very offended by the whole kneeling thing, right? How, you know that's disrespectful to the flag. I said, okay, I'll let you have it your way. I'll listen to you. The next event, the it was like a boxing match that they ended up playing the national anthem, and I literally just sat back and I watched my, all those family members who were there at my house watching the fight. The national anthem's playing, and they were all sitting down. Yeah, of course. I took a picture. <laughs> I said. So the next time you want to have a conversation about somebody kneeling, remember that Joe ass was sitting down. Sitting down, right? And also, have you seen those American flag shorts and underwear and bras that's, and bathing that's suits? That's disrespectful and, too. Exactly. So Towels what you, that they're putting on the floor. What are you talking about disrespect, disrespecting the flag mm-hmm. when I've literally seen these people wear the American flag? So when you have like, people posing in Playboy with the American flag. Exactly. Like, seriously? Give me a break. Yeah, give me a break. Uh, people, I swear. Uh, moving on. So one of the other topics that I wanted to talk about was that was released, I believe it was yesterday. Nancy Pelosi has introduced a bill where she started the framework and the groundwork for the committee that will be uh, looking into investigating the uh, January 6th. Yep. So the, the commission because is... It, it didn't pass Congress. She has to go around, around it, right? Yeah. The funny thing, because okay. I was reading about this, the funny thing is that she's putting the rules that Republicans put forward for forward for the Benghazi trials, right? Right. So it's like, this is what you did. We're going to do the same. And of course, Republicans are pissed, 
right? Mm-hmm. They're like, this is so unfair. I'm like, do you guys have amnesia of the bullshit that you it's guys do? It's convenient amnesia. It's Remember so convenient. the same thing happened. The same thing happened. Like when 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 uh, Donald Trump was trying to put uh, the the, the, the new Supreme justice. Court justice into place, yeah. McConnell blocked it months yeah. ahead. But it was like I think eleven months before yeah. the election, and it was like it's too soon. And here we are, literally a couple of weeks before it was the like election. Five weeks yeah. before the election, he's already in their and they're okay with it. exactly. So it's like they know exactly what they're doing, mm-hmm. and it just feels like Democrats are like laying down and taking it, yeah, because they they are, yeah. So that's really frustrating. But I'm glad that they're. And sometimes you got to be petty in politics because it's like. We are really we're just showing you what we've been shown. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So you can't get mad for your own game being played against you. Exactly. And I think it's funny is that when you read in the comments, there was a lot of if you remember, remember, take, you know, go back to, to January 7th when the next day when people were talking about it like crazy. You had a lot of these uh, extremists, the conservative extremists, or just conservatives in general who were talking about that was Antifa. It was Antifa. And it was all the it was all the it was all the, the Democrats. Now it's the FBI. Yeah, it was all the Democrats. It wasn't our people. If that were true, why are so many of you opposed to this commission? Why are you so many yeah. opposed to this being looked Let's into? Let's find the truth, right? Exactly. Exactly. If it was Antifa, you'd be supporting it, right? Yeah. Oh, I can't. <laughs> Have you seen uh, MTG say, uh, I think she was on CNN. She was like, they, she was asked, do you think that Donald Trump like instigated it and gave orders and she's like no i don't think so you can't blame donald trump and then the guy was like well we have people who are literally arrested right now who are saying it was him. i only did it because of the donald trump of told donald me trump. To. so yeah. it's like what reality do you live in where the people who actually did it are saying the reason why they did it but you can't believe that or they're on some really good shit and they're not sharing yeah <laughs> Seriously. Give me some of that shit for a weekend. <laughs> the cabin trip. I can't. I can't. What else you got? You got anything? Yes. I wanted to bring up the uh, something on CNN, a story about what? our economy. You know, our, com- our economy is rebounding. We're, okay. we're booming. Okay. But Republicans just seem to be miserable right now. And I, obviously we know They're why. Republicans. Because the person that is in charge during this great time or this, re, this you know, recovery time is not a Republican. So it just feels like if it's not us, we need to sabotage it or criticize it right. in any way possible right. because of the image. If a Democrat is president the, and it goes well, then it doesn't look good for us, right? Because right, right now, really, the only reason why Republicans are getting um, elected is because of the way that their shit works, gerrymandering, all that bullshit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it's like they know, Republicans know that the majority of Americans don't have the same beliefs that they do anymore, and they're finding back ways to get elected to stay in power. It, this yeah. is all about power, right? That's, 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 so that's it, power it's just really funny that they just cannot be happy for America, even though they're always, always bitching about people complaining about America and they should be happy. And then mm. now that it is good and and the economy is is getting better they have something to complain about the way i look at it is like you america was founded on a certain belief and a certain system right and for some people that system is now outdated and for others it's the american way and we got to continue it this way well when you're losing based on your own way the way that you defended now all of a sudden you're up in arms about it yeah They, they, they just they're they know they're on a losing end right and they're desperately trying to grasp power Right. Yeah. Uh, because let's be honest, the last president who was elected, did he win the popular vote? No. No. 
I the, think the last Republican president before him, did he win because of a majority vote? No. No. So for three decades now, they haven't won yeah. a majority vote. So they understand what's going on. Yeah. And I think statistically, and you can correct me if I'm wrong when, when you come up, uh, hasn't the economy always shown to be better when we're in a... Well, the deficit has always been a little after bit... After Clinton, it was a surplus, and then it was, you know, Back down, better. went with Bush. <laughs> yeah, well, it went up. The, right. the deficit, the, like the trillions of dollars we owe, right. went up, yeah, and then we went to a higher Democratic deficit. president went down, uh -huh. and then again, Donald Trump went up, and now probably is going to go down, yeah. right? So it's like... These are facts, but people now won't believe facts. Right. Facts are not good enough, right? I, I don't know what it's going to take. I hate to say this, but the strategy that they're using is brilliant. It's evil, right. but brilliant. Because they're creating fear and paranoia mm -hmm. in their base to gain momentum. And see, and that's one of the things that I always said when Trump, when Trump was running. He, the reason why he became popular was because he was... He was, yeah, and he was literally playing on their fears. I didn't know I was a rapist until he told me I was, you know, and a drug dealer. Yeah. So it's like that, that's that's the start of his campaign, mm -hmm. and that's exactly what he continued with yeah. until. And he until played he to he their won. fears. He played to the fears, like you know, for a lot of people. <clears throat> excuse me. He played to a lot of the fears. You know, oh, the Latinos are taking over, and right. you know, da, da da da. So a lot of people, I'm like, well, we feel that we're this, that, or the third, and we can't let that happen. And and the whole thing of like they're changing the way America is. And like, of course people are going to be afraid. That's exactly what happened on January 6th is the mm -hmm. fear that the American way was being, uh, attacked. Yeah. So they attacked. Right. So yeah. it's like, it just, it's evil, but brilliant. And I think people need to understand I, that's what I, they're doing. It's funny because I, I never thought of it that way until right now that you describe it that way. And I, that makes perfect sense. It's like a beautiful trauma. It's like, a, yeah, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> absolutely. It's like, obviously I'm, I'm pissed because they're doing it, mm -hmm. but at, in the back of my head, I was like, fuck, they're really good at being deceitful and really good at being conniving. winning connivingly. Yeah. yeah so it's like, it's frustrating, but it's like, fuck, yeah. we have to do the same. Mm -hmm. But it always, it also hurts. It's like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want us to be this way. And it's, uh, I feel like it's, it's going to be a never ending cycle. Yeah. Uh, uh, Two party knows? system. It's going to be. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I agree. Way. I agree. But. I know that we can go on, on and on and, and on, on <laughs> and on about this like we can do about everything. everything. <laughs> but I do want to talk, move on to our topic at hand, and I'm excited to talk about it because I think it's going to be meaningful. And it'll be a little bit it, – it's going to be fun because I know that we can have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Um, but we're going to bring that to you next, guys. So stay tuned, and we'll be back with you shortly with our special, special guest for today. Yeah. Welcome back, bitches. Welcome back, bitch. Sorry, we were so long. I know you're devastated that we were gone. <laughs> I know Danny was. I was devastated. You know I love to hear the, the sound of my own voice. Especially you. <laughs> I saw you a tear. Me. I did huh? see a tear. Yeah. I did see a tear. Eyes were watery, but I'm not sure if, if that was because you weren't speaking or no, for any he, other reason. No, he spoke this way, and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Always. I... Okay, I'm gonna come for you later. <laughs> I got you. So uh, first and foremost, let's introduce our fabulous friend yes. Tony Navarrete. Thank, Thank you, you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, both of you. Of Happy course. to be here. Always, I'm a big supporter of your show. So yes. Thank you. definitely excited to be on. Awesome. We're very excited to have you. Um, it was. It, it's kind of come full circle for us. Already. You know, we've had uh, our special events, and we've we've kind of had this 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 ability to make a real good conversation about what we do here for mm -hmm. some people. And I think it's, it's, it's definitely 
we're building on that. So to the fact that you're here to kind of help us with that as well is, mm-hmm. is, is exciting for us. So thank Very you Very exciting. We never Trump. had a state uh, representative <laughs> on the show before. Senator. You're the first. Oh, you're a senator. Senator. Senator no. Oh, yeah. right, my gosh. I got, yeah, I got a, I got a promotion. She a few got years a promotion. Ago. She got a promotion. <laughs> yeah. thank, thank you to the voters of West Phoenix. Yes. Yes. So get it right. Don't ever let that happen again. I got it. I got it. Relax. I'll fight you. But no. Um, so a couple of things. Uh, the reason why we wanted to talk to you today is because, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff going on in Arizona. Um, but before we get to that, you know, one one of the, the biggest ideas for today was we're wrapping up Pride. And as Pride comes to an end, um, I think a lot of times we forget what Pride means and what we can do to continue that Pride celebration moving forward. Yeah. So I could, those are things that I want to touch up on. Uh, but um, it's not a corporate product talk. So for starters, so like after Pride is what they call, so, you know, Pride Month ends July 1st, they call Gay Wrath Month. (laughs) So the reason why that is because all like, you know, all corporate America, all these stores starts, you know, like literally overnight, all the Pride, you know, merchandise is like ripped off the shelf. It's clear. clear. (laughs) Just just gather it all up for next year. Exactly. And hopefully you just got to hope it fits. You know, exactly. (laughs) Right. You walk into Target and you know how when you walk into Target, they have that clearance section, the dollar section. It's all right there. Yeah. I'm like, seriously. Seriously? Yeah, <laughs> overpriced it for the last yeah. 30 days, and now it's on sale for like two bucks. Exactly. So, what, what do you like? My thing is, like, you know, do we, do you get upset? Does that upset you in any way? I mean, even like um, before we get to like, the, you know, other stuff, like, how do you feel about that? Because, you know, I think as as, as, as an openly gay person as well, you'd have a, a, an opinion on how that makes you feel. Yeah, well, what I can say when it comes to corporate America celebrating mm-hmm. diversity in the LGBTQ community okay. is very much welcomed. Absolutely. What I find hypocritical at times is when these same organizations or companies or yeah. corporations are also funding some of the most you know far right or anti LGBTQ mm-hmm. candidates mm-hmm. across the country. So if you want to you know if you want to support the community, then support the community in an authentic way Absolutely. but i think we're i think we're starting to see a lot more pressure from our mm-hmm. community to mm-hmm. corporate america to the local businesses mm-hmm. because they're being called out and that's what we need to do uh, exactly and we have to keep doing that because if we're not calling them out who's going to call them out exactly. for us exactly yeah because we're the that. ones wearing your shit. exactly <laughs> literally so and we I mean, and we make it look great exactly with all due respect, that's true. Very true. However, Target, get it together. That blazer. Yeah, we saw. <laughs> did you see the blazer? Or I did, did not see, see the blazer. blazer. It's literally, it's a blazer. It's and just, it's literally the chunks of the rainbow flag just straight down. Like, it took no, yeah. it was, yeah. there was no work in that. There was no thought process behind it. Hey, we have some rainbow fabric. Fuck it. We're making a blazer. Yeah. Like, we heard too much fabric, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, what do we do with this? Blazers. Blazers <laughs> yeah, all over the place. That's what they it were smart. Like. They'd be like, tank tops. Gays love the tank tops. Right? <laughs> For real. And it's summer, though. So why would they have a blazer? How would I wear a blazer at the, a pride, come on. Obviously, they've never been to Arizona. The person who was doing that was not gay. They must live in Alaska <laughs> or something because it's always cool there. Yeah. They've never been AZ. <laughs> Fuck that. It's so hot here. Right? Why yeah. are we here? Why are we here? Who the hell <laughs> had the idea to go to the desert and start building a city? No, well, before, there's also, I was reading an article that supposedly by 2050, Arizona will, know, will, ne- will not drop down below 100 again. Oh, hell no. We'll, where, where are we going? <laughs> we're going to New York. We're, That's we're, going. we're working that way. Um, let's hope my colleagues at the Capitol are also seeing this report. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're like, water issues? What water issues? What did you, you know, hear? The lowest level at the dam? That's okay. That's we'll okay. take care of it later. Dude, have you seen that? Yeah, I've seen it. Like, I've never seen anything. And, that was crazy and to and me. What, Portland just reported 116. That's wild. Are you serious? What? Yeah. And they're freaking out. <laughs> well, this, they're saying that this, like, across the north, this is one of the worst heat waves they've yes. ever experienced. Yep. 
It's not. Right. It's off the. It's it's, it's it's breaking records. There's not. Yeah. There's nothing to compare it to. That's how hot it is. Right. But but you know, but global warming isn't it's real. Not real. Yeah. You know, they, you know, I have to tell you this. When I, every time I think of the word global warming or climate change, yeah. these are terms that my colleagues of the Capitol would never use. We'll never you would use. never hear me and my Republican colleagues, I should right. say. Um, the, you just won't hear them say it. They won't say climate change. They won't say, you know, the, that the globe is warming. They just won't touch it at all. Yeah. And it's I just, interesting. Sometimes I, sometimes I try it, you know, you know, just kind of like just glo say it. Global. Yeah, yeah wo exactly. <laughs> well, you know, you know what makes me think of is turn off the AC in their offices. Oh yeah. I mean, if it's not that bad, it's if not it's not bad. real, <laughs> yeah. you can deal with it. I don't know, but so aside from that, like one of the things, like so in Arizona right now, we got we got a couple of things mm -hmm. going on right now. So, a, talk to me about it. It was HB twenty four. Well, actually, oh, what? I do have a question before. Yeah, go ahead. I just want to kind of know what got you into politics. That's a good one. My bad. I didn't mean to. Oh no, you're fine. Um, so. I've always been I've always been in love with my community. Yeah. So I think, you know, even being born and raised here in Phoenix, I was born to a single mom, um, moved around from different shelters to housing projects. Eventually, my yeah. mom bought a piece of land in West Phoenix. And that's where my late grandfather built my mom a two bedroom house for her and her four kids. Nice. And oh, that man. became home. Um, and at an early age, I got involved with an organization called Neighborhood Ministries. So if anyone knows Neighborhood Ministries, but what? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's really the place where I started getting mm -hmm. agitated to think about social justice, God's justice for the poor, breaking yeah. cycles of poverty. So at an early age, I was always trying to try to help my community. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, why do, why does my neighborhood look like this? And you you know you cross the freeway and it looks like it looks it looks like a first world country. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I've, I've always been agitated that way. So during after after college, I just got into a lot of like um, community organization work, mm -hmm. community organizing. And in 2016, there was an open seat in West Phoenix. And I was just excited to see who was going to run, you know, because yeah. I wanted to see who's going to run. Yeah, I was excited. Um, but as I started hearing different names, you know, um, you know, said that they were going to run or folks wanted to move into the community to run. It just didn't sit well with me. So I yeah. just said, look, Tony, either, you know, do something or, 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 or sit your ass down. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it was a very scary decision. And, you know, we thankfully we. We were able to win. Um, we lost on election night, though. We came in third place. And I think, you know, it wasn't until the end of the week, once all the ballots were counted, that we went from third place to first place with That's 32 awesome. votes. And, you know, oh, nice. and thankfully, you know, <laughs> wow. now I'm in the Senate. Um, love what I do. Love serving the community, mm -hmm. um, not just the, my district, but also the LGBTQ community, yeah. the immigrant community, and making sure that everyone has an opportunity to be successful and to like thrive, yeah. um, to be happy, to be, live with dignity and respect. Mm -hmm. You know, why, why is that so difficult? But, yeah. you know, we we're challenged by that oftentimes at the Capitol. But, you know, we got to awesome. keep hustling and we got to keep getting more folks mm -hmm. to, to run for office. And what where did you get that drive? Is this something that maybe your mom instilled in you? Anybody in your in your life instilled in you? Or was it just something that you just kind of found in well, yourself? I think I started getting very angry in the mm -hmm. early mm -hmm. 2000s. So in the okay. early 2000s, that's when we saw this huge wave of anti-immigrant legislation, yep. anti-Latino yep. legislation. And for me, my neighborhood was very brown. You know, I, I, I am mm -hmm. a graduate of Carl Hayden High School. Go Falcons. Oh. <laughs> um, and you know, half my circle of friends were undocumented. So why it's like, Same. okay, now you're yeah. going after my friends. Now you're going after my neighborhood. Yeah. I don't think so. You better back up. So even as a, as a young kid, you know, where, you know, I would just, you know, be, flip off some of the folks that were going into our neighborhood. <laughs> I'm like, get out, get out. Um, but you know, that's when we had our Pio, um, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. who was literally raiding our communities and will yep. bring in like these, um, these tanks and these command stations just to, you know, just to, you know, take one person out of a home. Um, you had Andrew Thomas, who was protecting him. There was a mess at the county. There was a mess at the state level. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's, it's, it's great being in a, in a space like in the, like the state Senate 
where I do technically have the picture of Russell Pierce, who was the author of so many of these bills yeah. next to my desk. But now I get to pass, you know, and work on laws that I know are going to help um, support all families, not That's just awesome. um, a select few of right. Arizonans. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That's amazing. That is amazing. I, when I was younger, I was more involved and I, I was part of a program called Enlace and that was um, just to get more people involved mm -hmm. in, in not just politics, but like their community. Yeah. And, and Rifa as well. Oh yeah. For America. For, yeah. for America. Yeah. So it, I got to, to have a little glimpse of, of those workers that are out there and, and they want change. And it just, it, it's really important for us to, even if in this situation, in my situation, I was not undocumented, but my friends and family were. So yeah. I, there was a, there was this need to be there for them and to assist and make a change because I was lucky enough to get citizenship through my family, mm -hmm. but that's not always afforded to them. So it just it, it drove me to start looking at politics differently and to, to be involved and look at who I'm voting for and look at who Absolutely. who is going to be elected because I just couldn't, we just can't sit around and wait for things to change without actually doing Absolutely. Anything. Absolutely. Because if we're not going to if we're not going to change it, it's you know, we're going to keep getting attacked. And I think um, over the, so I'm actually part of the network of RIFA. Ah. Uh, which is also part of the fair immigration reform movement. It's a it's a whole network of organizers that uh -huh. are really trying to challenge power nice. um, and bring you know the the respect that many communities uh -huh. have uh, that they deserve you know Absolutely. but that have constantly been overlooked. But you know a lot of it has taken a lot of you know blood and sweat, tears, hard work to register tens of, of thousands, hundreds of thousands of voters to yeah. at least be in a position where we're able to turn Arizona blue with simply just over ten thousand votes. But there's and a it's lot possible because it's, I mean Georgia turned blue, Georgia. Arizona turned blue. That just that just drove me more to be more involved is yeah. because it's you're literally seeing what the work has done. Absolutely, and it's not something that's a lost cause. It's like it's working, and I think that's proof. Yeah, it, it, it is proof because, I, like, for example, for me, like you know, like you were involved in a lot of organizations, and I think that's awesome. I grew up a little differently where I was. I went to inner city. I, was, I went to North High. Go Mustangs. Sorry. But um, you're still Phoenix Union family. I'll let it, I'll no, let, I'll right, I'll let it, okay. I'll let it slide. Okay. Tempe over yeah, here. Yeah, because, you know, we can, we can fight here, right? Huh? We can fight here, right? We can. We can. Trevor Brown. Go Bruins. Oh, we can? Oh, now we have, now we have Trevor. Now we have Trevor Brown. Out of Trevor. <laughs> that you what? I got kicked out of Trevor. Uh, We're not going to talk about uh, that. I want to know these stories. It's a little too gay. That's fair. There's truth to that. But, um, you know, like I grew up, like I didn't see a lot of these things. Like I was sheltered from a lot of it. I mean, my, my family, my, my, I come from, when my parents got here, they were undocumented. And so they turned it around, you know, they, they were through, through the um, Braceros program and amnesty in the in late 80s, they were able mm -hmm. to, to attain naturalization. Yeah. Um, and so you, you, because you're not so much put in, in, inside of it, you don't see a lot of it until you get to an older age and you take a look back and, you, and like, how did I miss that? Yeah. How did I not see a lot of this? And you look around you and like, I had a blind eye to a lot of this. I think a lot of the immigrant community does want to shelter just because they don't want you to see that the difficulties mm -hmm. until you're a little bit older. Yeah. And, but then sometimes you're, you're kind of indoctrinated into something that you're like, I, I'm not seeing what's around me. Even if it's like yeah. a family member, just because you know how Latinos are, like they keep secrets mm -hmm. and well, mine is <laughs> <laughs> no, fair. Very, very much like, um, we don't talk about it. So how are you supposed to know the struggles of, of our family or our extended family or friends if we don't talk about it? Exactly. And even that, our people in general, because a lot of times, like, there's that whole, um, 
like there's that whole dicho like que dice que ganas con los, con los sueños mexicano it's like you why would you why would you limit us why, and I get it some people say it as a joke pero como es el dicho jugandito se dice la verdad right mm -hmm. and so I think we we instill in, a lot of times we, we it's been instilled in us to just get by mm -hmm. just fly under the radar and, and that's my childhood <laughs> seriously because seriously. it was undocumented literally the, it was a literal thing like if police are by you better duck mm -hmm. it wasn't a thing like Oh, police are good, and they should, and it will help you. They, yeah, you've, you shared it. that, and I, yeah, that's it, not that's my life. It, my life was police can't be trusted because they can contact immigration. We don't know the yeah. laws, so it's like it, I, I didn't feel safe. Yeah. It, it was a lot of that mentality until I was able to have. Uh, yeah, papers. I mean, if you, I mean, and if, if there was a situation or emergency that occurred, you couldn't even call the cops. Yeah, exactly, because, I told the well, story. It's um, like someone's, you know, someone, someone might get, you know, deported if yeah. we call the cops. I told a story in one of our earlier shows where uh, I think it was 11 and somebody got into a crash in front of the house and he was a Mexican citizen and he was telling us not to call police or ambulance and he was hurt. So it's like you would rather be hurt than to get the help you needed because of fear. It's funny you bring that up because I was just thinking I got into a car accident a couple years ago. Surprising, I know. Um, I don't know if you know this, but Memo was a terrible driver. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, what do you mean this is? The, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's scary. No, it was, <laughs> but he says I'm a terrible driver. For the sake of safety, public safety, please stop driving. Yeah, I did see. You, I, 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 I did see. You, I did see you pull in. We pulled in at the same time, and you just like did you, know, you see with, him with like, his whoosh. big old trucks all up in the way. I'm like, wow, well, thank God I was parked. No, was this because like I literally told him, oh yeah, you're gonna park whatever you want because you own this place now because yeah. you're such a star. <laughs> or it could be that what is it? F three fifty. It's a big truck. It's a big, it's a big truck. truck. I think that's yeah. the reason why he's so confident because it's. Yeah. it's, it's I'm it, like, who, I'm like, who, who's he gonna hit? You would You would have trampled my little car. I'm not gonna like, feel it. Was that a person? Speed bump. Pothole. No. Um. Fuck. You made me forget. Oh. So I a couple. What is this? Was a good 10, 12 years ago, something like that. I ended up getting. I got into a car accident. Surprisingly, it wasn't my fault. I rear-ended somebody, and I I damaged their vehicle again. Big truck, little like Cavalier kind of thing. They didn't want me to call the police. I'm like, no, I hit you. Like, I'm owning it. I hit yeah. you. We're gonna get your car fixed. We need it. We need it. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. We'll fix it. Don't even worry about it. I keep, like they're trying to speak English. I'm like, yo, I speak Spanish. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, no, like, I need to fix your car. Like, no, no, no. We're fine, mom. You're fine. You know that they literally talking yeah. amongst themselves. They did not want me to call the police. Yeah. And the, the, that's funny that you bring it up because speaking about this subject of like fear. Yeah. It's funny. I find it really funny that how. First or second generation, well, first or second generation, it's kind of have amnesia about what it is mm -hmm. to be an immigrant, and I, yeah. it, it just, I'm dumbfounded by by some second or third or even first generation Americans that are just they just forget, yeah, where they came from and what what means they came from, and that's actually a lot more common than a lot of people realize, mm -hmm. because like even like I'm first generation born in the U.S. and like my, my cousins, some of them. Have, don't, don't realize what our parents had to go through to get here. Or they express anti-immigrant sentiments. Not yours personally, but... Right, no, 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 but, but you're right. No, there's a lot they of make them. A, they make over 40,000 and they're like, they're ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm living the American dream. We're <laughs> different people. I'm like, that's cute. You make over 40 grand. That's cute. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, wait, wait. that's not, you know, we still got some work to do. For I'm all, you can help mom with the rent now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's just like... The, 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 you just forget what the community is yeah. and and what comes with it. Like yeah. you you are privileged enough to be born in this country, and your ancestors were not. Yeah. And you have to kind of continue that that legacy of, of betterment. Exactly. Not just for yourself, but for your community and your family. Yeah. And like and, and like, 
like for me, like one of the things that I look at is like I take I take a step to the side and I look at a lot of my family in Mexico and what they're going through, especially like right now, like mm-hmm. with the whole pandemic. Yeah. Like my mom was just down there and she went to go visit one of her brothers is gravely ill. And um, she went to go visit him. She's like, Fue el seguro, dice. Y, y, she goes, it was like, she goes, I, I don't want to be that person. She goes, but it was bad. It was, it was terrible just to see what, what that hospital looks like. Mm-hmm. And she, and she goes, and I vocalized it in front of one of her other siblings and that her siblings, she's like, no, it's cause you're used to hospitals mm-hmm. over there. Yeah. And so yeah. we don't re- a lot of, I think that we lose we that forget. Yeah. we forget <laughs> or, or we don't even realize how truly good we have it here yeah. absolutely I mean, think about the pandemic you know everyone here in, in, in the united states you know we're going out now yeah. people are without masks we're without yeah. masks maybe not six feet but you know <laughs> but we're vaccinated yeah, and we have the privilege a of free being, vaccination yeah we have we have a whole free vaccination program throughout the entire country mm-hmm. and while the rest of the world is still in the middle waiting. of a pandemic India waiting right now is yeah is a travesty like yeah. it's yeah and we did buy up you know we bought up you know Oh, probably almost a billion, <laughs> almost a billion yeah. vaccines, vaccines just for the United States. Yeah. So because, you know, now we have, um, you know, so many of our folks are vaccinated. We're giving away yeah. 200 million yeah. here, 50 million we, here. I forget how many million we gave to Mexico already for yeah. them to use on the border states. And I just recently to saw, open up the borders exactly. and they haven't even done it yet. I recently saw a map of like the percentages of like counties and cities mm-hmm. or across the country. And the amount of counties that are below 30 percent vaccinated is 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 insane is insane yeah and it's like people in india people in around the and around the would world brazil anything. would give anything right now for, for a, a chance for a vaccine, vaccine. Mm-hmm. and we're just here like ah, I, don't, I could take ah, i could take i could leave it i think mm-hmm. i'm gonna leave it i'm not ready to take it yet exactly. there's not enough research yeah Sweetie. i'm sure professionals <laughs> that have dedicated That's we have their the whole CDC. life exactly to to this i think you know something they don't okay come on I just can't. And again, but you have all these, you have all these, um, you know, especially re- I'm going to say Republicans yeah. in, in the state of Arizona that are constantly undermining the efforts the effort. to try mm-hmm. to vaccinate folks. And they see, you know, there's these all these anti-vaxxers. But in reality, you know, we lost over 17,000 Arizonans. That's, yeah. a, lot That's a lot of people. And these That's people had grandmothers yeah. and grandfathers. My uncle and was one and, of them. Exactly. And I'm so sorry. I to think hear that. we've all had somebody in our family that was affected. Absolutely. What did you hear about that one family? I think it was there was 16 of them that were all infected at yes. once, and like seven of them passed from passed it. Away. That's seven it, lives. That's, from yeah, that was one your Maricopa from one family at literally within like a two week period. And so it's like, you know, how how can you be so dismissive? Yeah. And, and we have vac- vac- uh, anti-vaxxers dying. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. And one of the things like, like to go along with like that whole conversation of like how good we have it. Like, so I'm talking to my cousin in Mexico. They haven't even started vaccinating 30 plus, 30 year old plus. plus. Yeah. It's still like 55 plus. Yeah, they're yeah. still in the 50s and stuff. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I go. And then she's like, so um, and then she, we were talking about I go, what va- what vaccine are you, are they giving? I go, if you can, I go choose the, the Pfizer. I go, because that one has, you know, this, that, or, you know, it's the better success rate. This, that, you know, um, she's like, oh, we can't choose here. She's like, you get what you get. You get, what you get. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, really? She's like, what? You were able to choose which one you wanted? I go, well, based on where we're it was being spoiled. dispensed. Yeah. I'm like, she's like, she goes, she she reminded me. She goes, I hope you always realize how good you have it. We there. got a little sticker and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but um, it's nuts. I really want to ask what it is like or what has been your experience being a gay Latino yeah. in, in office? Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, 
yeah, move, moving, moving a little bit. It for me, I've always taken. I'm always been very confident in who I am. You mm -hmm. know, gay, straight, who you know, whatever, whatever, whatever path that was for me, I was gonna be. A, I was gonna be a proud individual. Absolutely. Um, so even as a as a as a gay Latino, you know, I don't necessarily think, oh, you know, I'm a gay person. If I'm out, I'm out. Ya pasó. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but in 2016, when I got elected, um, I was elected with three other um, LGBT. I mean, gay Latinos. Mm -hmm. um, one was in the Senate, and then there was three of us that were in the House of Representatives. Um, you know, and this was the most amount of um, gay, gay individuals that we had at the state legislature serving openly. And so what we decided to do, you know, you know, we got, you know, we sat around and, you know, it was myself, uh, Representative Chavez, uh, Representative Mesa, and Representative um, Hernandez, Daniel Hernandez from Tucson, mm -hmm. um, and said, you know, we need to create a space where folks can feel comfortable to talk about these issues because the LGBTQ community is still constantly under attack uh, all yeah. of the time, all across the country, especially mm -hmm. in from Republican states. <laughs> and, you know, in, 2000, in, the, in the beginning of 2017, uh, we decided to launch um, the first ever LGBTQ um, legislative caucus for the state of Arizona. And that was really um, the driving force That's to making awesome. sure that we were pushing some solid policies that were going to help protect LGBTQ youth. That's incredible. Awesome. But no, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of great successes. You know, mm -hmm. we've had this um, really bad law. They call it the no promo homo in 1991. Yep. Um, the Arizona legislature passed the law. This is during the height of the HIV and AIDS pandemic. Yep. And they said, you know, you cannot um, teach about the about the LGBTQ lifestyle or talk about um, HIV um, or AIDS in, in the classroom. And it passed in the in the Arizona legislature yeah. and signed by the governor then. And so we always had this no promo homo. So you couldn't talk about being gay in classroom. It was forbidden in the state of Arizona. Um, we, we've talked about this before. We're like, mm -hmm. I've only learned about queer history recently. As an adult. As an that's adult. The only, that's the only time that they allow us to learn about yeah. our history. Yeah. And so in, you know, in 2019, there was a huge win. Mind you, it was a lawsuit by a young LGBTQ member of our community who, who challenged Arizona's law. Yeah. And so in 2019, um, by over, we, by, um, we overwhelmingly voted R's and D's to repeal the no promo homo. Um, but again, you know, Donald Trump, you know, loses his, uh, his presidential seat. Mm -hmm. People are angry. Republicans mm -hmm. are mad and they're going to go after the gays. Anything, any, they're going to go after everybody, yeah. voters, LGBTQ communities, uh, people of color. They're, that's, that is literally the message that they are sending to folks that don't look like them right. or believe like they do. Mm -hmm. And so we've seen across the country over 250 different pieces of legislation introduced targeting the LGBTQ community. And wow. here in Arizona, um, we had passed a, a bill. I mean, I, not me, but it passed with Republic, all the Republicans voting for it. Right. Um, I think it was like 1456, but eventually it was vetoed. And so the sponsor, Senator Bartow, um, decided to reintroduce another bill. Um, I think it was um, 2305. Yep. And that bill pretty much prevents any type of discussion of the term sexuality in yep. the classroom. And that's, and that's the one that I was, yeah, that I wanted to bring up specifically. Yeah. So thank you for doing that. So sex said yes, yeah, identity no. Sex ed is, you have to opt into sex ed. So we're one right. of five states in the country that you have to opt in. Um, but we've always talked about human growth and development, right. you know, from yeah. a young person to mm -hmm. older, because it's important for young people to yeah. understand yeah. how to, you know, how to have healthy relationships, mm -hmm. how to communicate, how to recognize um, um, inappropriate behavior right. by adults. Yeah. And so, you know, but the Republicans are on a mission. Um, yeah. And again, they passed it with all Republicans in the Senate, all Republicans in the House. And now they just sent it to the governor on June 25th. So now it's waiting for the governor's signature. Yeah. And if the governor signs it, so if anyone is watching, all of you are watching right now, um, right now, what you can do is make sure that you call the governor's office and tell him to veto 2305. 
um, you know, uh, because this bill will literally prevent any type of discussion on, 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 on the Stonewall riots. It would prevent any type of discussion like Romeo and Juliet. So you would have to sign a permission slip yeah. for every topic that you want to learn, not just in sex education. We're talking about the entire curriculum. Oh my and God. that's wild. Can you imagine how often and how much teachers have been attacked? In this state, I can just harder for teachers. I can just imagine the kid coming to mom. Can you sign this permission slip? Oh, where are you going? No, we're just going to do multiplication tomorrow. Exactly. Just in case there's any implications. Exactly. There's going to be two fours next to each other, and they can't. They have to be. They have to be a four and a five. Well, and think about it. Like even if there's like a GSA or like Gay Straight Alliance organization or a club on campus, if you want to go and be part of this club, if they're going to talk about LGBTQ stuff or anything that has to do with sexuality, they are going to have to sign a permission slip. So can you imagine? I just think of myself when I was in the closet. I don't want my mom. You know, I would have I probably would have you know forged her signature to be honest with you, and then went to my Same. and then went to my gay club. But you know, uh, <laughs> but you know, but that again, but that you're not creating a space that is welcoming and that protects the, our, our youth. And you know, the Republicans in the state have really gone after our young LGBTQ members, yeah. and it's been very frustrating. And it's Absolutely. been um, very overwhelming, not just for myself as the only. Um, LGBTQ member in the Senate, but also, you know, other members out in the community. Right. I have Republic, Republican and Democratic um, LGBTQ members hitting me up and say, hey, I'm just, you know, this is really overwhelming me. You know, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm there with you. You know, please give them a good mm -hmm. fight. You know, we can't Absolutely. let this happen. Yeah. I'm ready to change my party, this or that. But, you know, come Pride Month, then you have the chairwoman of the GOP saying, we're, you know, we're full for, you know, we're all for the gays. Oh it's God. like, sit down and sit go back down. to where you have came from. Have a seat, lady. Like, yeah, have a seat. We can have see what you're doing, right? You, you know, we, you know we can do that, right? Yeah. <laughs> we're all, you know it's public, right? You know it's public, right? So it, it, that's infuriating because it's just the hypocrisy. It's, right? it's like, they quieren ver la cara de pendejo. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah, for real. It's like, we see you, we, we can read, we see the news, yeah. we, it's open yeah. and open information. Absolutely. And it's just, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. The, the brazen gall, like they, right. they just, just the fact that they'll be willing to do it and have a straight face and lie to your face is, is just infuriating. Yeah, and you yeah. think about Trump, you know, when he was like in his failed presidency, <laughs> he was saying, um, you know, I am the biggest supporter of the LGBTQ mm -hmm. community. You know, I there has not been a better president. It's like, first of all, you trans, you, you ban, you know, trans yeah. folks, you know, from serving in our military. Yeah. These mm -hmm. are, you know are men and women in uniform and everything Wait, in between way more than he but does. yeah okay <laughs> so it's you know i don't have a lot of respect for anyone that is going to um prevent someone from having those liberties and freedoms Absolutely. that are you know that that every citizen is you know is provided under the Absolutely. constitution and so the same thing with the 2305 bill you know students do have a right they do have rights under mm -hmm. the constitution um you know they you know under title under title nine um, under freedom of speech, you know, they have the right to learn about different ideas. And I think that as a state, we are, are sending a wrong message. So I just hope Governor Doug Ducey says, you know, I'm going to veto this bill because this one's even worse than the first one I vetoed in the first yeah. place. Right. Let's hope so. Let's just hope so, because it's it's ridiculous. Like, why come after our kids, LGBTQ kids in allies? Like. Yeah. Because they're what trying is, to indoctrinize them to think their way. It's just revenge. Yeah. To me, it, it's just revenge. Well, speak about revenge. You know, I was telling you that they are going after everyone. You know, yeah. you know in, in 2020, we passed Proposition 208 because schools wanted to be funded. Um, Arizona still has, you know, we invest the least amount in our students. Yep. Our teachers are, are some of the like lowest 40 paid. 48. Yeah, it's like 48. Our teachers oh are some God. of the lowest paid in the entire country. Yep. And so the teachers organized and community members organized and said, you know what, we need movement? to... Um, the Red yeah, for Ed movement. Red and so we Ed, put, yeah. prop, you know, um, they put Proposition 208 on the ballot. 
and it passed, you know, with the majority of Arizona supporting it. But what did the Republicans do? They decided to give out this massive tax break uh, to the most wealthiest Arizonans so that they wouldn't have to pay that wealth tax to help support oh education. God. Um, not only that, again, there was another bill that was um, just added in the K through 12 budget that we just passed last week. And what that would do is if anyone is teaching, because, you know, there's this big thing on critical race theory mm -hmm. or, you know, talking about cultural competency. Um, so we passed the we passed the bill as part of the budget that if someone feels discomfort or uncomfortable, um, the the school district will be fined up to five thousand dollars. And the teacher who is teaching. Um, you know, they can be teaching about the civil rights movement. They could be teaching about LGBTQ movement. They will also um, be penalized and reprimanded and potentially lose their teaching certificate. And this is in the middle where we need teachers in Arizona because who wants, you know, it's, it's a very tough profession. When you're going to put yourself in a situation to teach something and then you might just because of what you teach or how you teach mm -hmm. it, you're going to have to lose literally probably like a big chunk of your salary because you're not getting paid much. Yeah. That's like, who, where's the incentive? Yeah. Obviously, they love they love their students and I, I applaud them and I yeah. honor them. I think, you know, these are some of our local heroes that are still showing up mm -hmm. to work because yeah. they care about the students yeah. and they are taking these salaries and these pay cuts when they could be making more money. But, you know, I hope that this movement continues, that we're continuously um, registering more voters to vote. Yeah. There's a lot of young people turning 18 every single day. Yeah. And if we can get them to vote and engage in the political mm -hmm. system, then we're going to be able to elect leaders that reflect those values, not yeah. Yeah. leaders that are trying to drain our educational system or, or that are trying to go after our young um, LGBT kids. Or they're just kids. wanting to, there's a difference between representing your people and just doing whatever they want and just voting uh -huh. the way they want. Like you have to be still an individual and believe what's right. Correct. And make Absolutely. decisions that way and not just be like, constituents, what do you want? You want that? Okay. I don't really believe in it, but I'll vote for it. It, it just doesn't make sense to no. me. No, no, I agree. I agree yeah. with that. It just. And it's it, more polarized. Yeah. Than ever. Absolutely. I, I, I feel like there, there were more Republicans before that would listen to reason and be like, no, I'm going to go this way. And now it's like on opposite ends, polarized. Mm -hmm. Well, now it's because now like like we like we like we discussed in the beginning today it's more about it's no longer about doing what's right for a lot of people and i'm not saying everybody please don't mm -hmm. think that i'm generalizing because i know that there are good republicans out there mm -hmm. few but there are um it's just more about trying to regain that power trying to to, to regain what they once had or what they thought they once mm -hmm. had and it's it, they're losing sight of what their job truly is they're losing mm -hmm. sight of why they were elected they're losing sight of what they were elected to do mm -hmm. And it's and that's and that's what's disheartening, especially when you look at it from from a standpoint of, of where what the what the future holds, because this is what we're passing down to those that come after mm -hmm. us. So I I applaud for what you guys do and, and, and knowing that that's an uphill battle for you. I, I, I would look at it that way because you've got a lot of a lot of that going on in, in the house as well. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But, you know, Democrats, again, you know, we, we're, we're going to we're going to hustle um, here in, in Arizona. But, you know, we need to hustle at the federal level. You know, yeah. we, it's a 50 50 split. But Democrats have the majority with Vice President Kamala Harris. Yeah. And, you know, we still have two U.S. senators who haven't even said that they're going to remove the filibuster so that we can actually yeah. pass, you know, voter protection rights yeah. for all Americans. And, you know, they are living in a very privileged bubble, very, Absolutely. you know, very privileged um, um, mindset. Mm -hmm. And so even as local Democrats here that represent Arizona, we're going to hold them accountable as well, as we because should. look, we're, they're passing all these anti-voter laws. They're making it much more difficult to put um, voter initiatives mm -hmm. on the ballot. 
Um, they're going to do whatever they can to retain that power. And the reason I know this as well is because they are also in front of the Supreme Court saying we need a competitive advantage against the Democrats. And that is why we're passing these anti-voter laws. Yeah, they're like, like confessing yeah. to they're it. Not even, it's not You're even a secret. You're saying the secret part out loud. Like, exactly. And it's, and it's, it's, it's dangerous. It's like, you it's know, dangerous. we can hear you, right? We can hear you. But it's the dangerous. thing is, like, it, it kind of reflects what what this this country is like looking like now. The views of Democrats are, I think, are much much more popular, and yeah. they know that. So it's reflecting in this filibuster. Mm-hmm. Why should thirty senators, forty senators, decide Six. what's? Well, the forty Four. that, because you have to get sixty, right? Yeah. So even if you get fifty nine, those 30, 31 senators win. So it's like, how how does that how is that fair? How's that supposed to work? Yeah. Why should the small majority rule? the the large majority it doesn't make any sense yeah. yeah and the only reason why they are threatening any anything against the filibuster republicans is because they're scared because they're afraid that there's going to actually be legislation coming through that's going to go against their their benefit and their their way of life their way of thinking of mm-hmm. their ideas so it's yeah. like it just doesn't make any sense. I just don't get it. I'm like, you know, we need Kirsten Cinema to step up, and, and we need yeah. more. I, I was actually up. gonna bring that up. It sucks that the biggest roadblock for that to get removed is right here in Arizona. Yeah. Absolutely, and, and, and you know, this is where all the bad stuff has been happening. Yeah. You know, this is where we've seen some of the worst anti-immigrant laws. We've seen some of the worst attacks on voting rights. You know, we've seen you know re- Republicans constantly. You know, again, even even when Governor Brewer was around, you know, pointing her finger at, at the president. Again, we have to, you know, be respectful of the institution, but also push for priorities that are going to help support American families. And and again, this is about we're we're one nation. This is a democracy. This is a, an idea that we're that we're trying to hold together as a community. And yet we have two folks that you know obviously haven't seen or felt oppression. Um, we have two folks in the in Arizona U.S. Senate that don't know what it's like to be extremely poor. Even if someone lived out of, you know, in, out of a gas station, like, hello, you know, you know, what if you know what it's like, then step out of the way and let's make sure that we're pushing progress forward, because what they're doing is 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 vile. It's very disrespectful to the voters who sent them there. And I know a lot of folks that I've worked with and probably you've worked with through RIFA that were actively on the ground sweating, you know, getting, you know, 20 shades darker <laughs> every single day. Yeah. Um, and it was hard work. Even me, I was out there knocking on doors, making sure that they got elected. And mind you, I'm happy that they still got elected, but we have to hold them accountable because yeah. I'm not going to be like the Republicans who never knew how to stand, who never knew how to stood up to Donald Trump. Yeah. That's right. ridiculous. If yeah. I can stand up to, if I can stand up to Obama, you know, and, we, and I can stand up to both of our U.S. senators. Republicans could have done the same, but they refuse. Right. So right now, you know, sometimes what they want to say, it's like, sit down. Don't try to come out, you know, as, you know, being big, bad and bold when you were completely silent and complicit yeah. over the yeah. last administration. Yeah, it's just it's just that silence that's like deafening. It and is. It's it, like, really is. It, it, it angers me because they they can say these crazy things and really just believe it like they really believe it. Or they're just really vile where they're like, I, nothing I'm saying I'm believing, but I have to say it because I'm afraid. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. It's, so why are you in wild. office? Hello. Our, our ball- I mean, we have all our ballot information in Montana somewhere. You know, like, that's wild. That, I know. I saw. Like, hello. <laughs> I you know, like, like, we have all these conspiracy theories, and they keep trying to put more conspiracy theories in, in our, you know, trying to, I don't know. It's a mess. It's a I real mess. conspiracy theories and theorists have damaged this country, and I don't even know how bad because we won't even see. I mean, we're seeing results now. All these conspiracies about the big lie and everything. 
it's it's infiltrated so many people and so many communities that it's yeah. like how do we get away from that how do we get yeah, back to it, reality yeah i think that's a real honest question that's yeah. a, and that's a question that we have to answer as a community and i don't know what that mm -hmm. is because again i value every single person that i represent mm -hmm. i value every arizona and every american yeah. but you know there's also you know we have to step away from these conspiracy theorists and conspiracy theories mm -hmm. Uh, because it is dangerous for our democracy and we just have to wake up. We have yeah. to wake up and it's, mm -hmm. you know, we're all Americans. No one is more American than the next person. Yeah. Um, even someone who has DACA and has made this country mm -hmm. their home, they're just as American as I am Absolutely. who was born here um, to immigrant parents. Um, mm -hmm. So there's a lot of work that we need to do, but I yeah. think we need to just look in the mirror and say, hey, yeah. You what know, we, what, have, our, our, what have we become? Like, exactly. <laughs> you know, we have to, you know, we have to make sure that, you know, as we're fighting for our rights, that we're not fighting for our rights, whoever that hour is, mm -hmm isn't impeding on someone else's rights. Agreed. Right. Well, you you would think that 81 million votes would have said clearly this is not what America is, this is not what we want, and right. that's why we elected Joe Biden. But not even that. Not even that. Because now they have to have conspiracy about he didn't mm. actually win. My reality is the right reality, not yours. So mm. it's like what do we do? Like how do we snap them out of it? And don't forget, Republicans were always big on this big deficit, and you know we got to stop mm -hmm. spending. And hello, after, under 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 um, under um, George W. Bush and under um, Donald Trump, mm -hmm. the deficit, the deficit skyrocketed, skyrocketed, yeah. skyrocketed like crazy. But Just under Trump, it was like oh, I think it was almost eight trillion dollars. <laughs> yes. That's more than all of the credit cards, car, you know, car yeah. debt that everyone has, student loans, all combined. And again, and then they still decide to just you know let's do another massive tax cut. Right. It's like. <laughs> It work, this is going to hurt not only our generation, mm -hmm. but, you know, the future generations, yeah. um, our nephews and nieces and their kids, because, yes. again, someone has to pay for it. And we're putting it on the American credit card yeah. and they're going to have to figure out ways to, ways to, to get it done. Mm -hmm. And it's it's so unfair to the next generations. And it's like even if they see a very clear graph of each presidency and deficits, they'll still find a way to justify it and, and, and just not accept the reality. Not only that, but they're not even doing their own homework, like on their own, on what their own, what their own party's passing. Cause like when yeah. you look at the tax credit for major corporations, for the billionaires, right? That doesn't go away. What it did for the the average person, that expo expires what, next year? Uh, 2023. 2023, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, dude, like, do you not pay attention <laughs> yeah. to what your people, it what was, you're supporting? Like seriously? that, uh, that uh, instant gratification for the moment so they're yeah. like yeah we're so happy and then they're not even going to realize yeah trump but the, but did this i'm like is, he's still doing it because it's about is, to go away but the thing is who are they going to blame when that happens the democrat in office yeah. biden biden did this no well, he, he, he could have continued it right oh like just like you know the way he could have continued it sure just like you know trump could have continued a lot of the policies that mm. obama put into place but he mm -hmm. chose not to why because he was being petty, petty. Mm -hmm. It's like seriously, so why would why would Biden continue something that's not going to be good for you mm -hmm. when he's literally doing you a favor? He's mm -hmm. trying to help you out. Yeah. Why? Yeah. But they can't answer that question themselves. Yep. It's I don't know. It goes. It goes. It, it it it's it's a slippery slope on so many different ways, and it's 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 a they're they fight against their own interests. Definitely. And that's that's the worst part. At least well, that's the way I look at it. I think it. you have to go back to what Trump said. Is like I love the uneducated. He literally just. <laughs> <laughs> said the reason why <laughs> and there wasn't it was it, it well, it's, you know we got to love everyone um, right, but we right. also we also have to remove those barriers so that, that they can he, have he, the education he, that they he deserve. knows yeah. what he's exploiting correct that's the terrible part right he knows what he's exploiting and there's uneducated people on both sides absolutely but the fact that they're exploiting it on purpose is, is that's the vile like evil part right yeah. um do you have any what's your inspiration now like what uh 
are you aspiring? Are you wanting to stay in the Senate? Is there more goals in the future? Um, I love the role that I'm in um, right now as a state senator. We just mm-hmm. we just passed the, uh, my bill twice again because the first time the governor vetoed it, I think it was um, 1420. I mean, 1526. Now okay. the new version is 1849. Oh, nice. um, this would anyone that's in prison right now, if they're doing any type of certain, um, training program, they'll mm-hmm. get an, an individual certificate because sometimes they'll do, they're doing like workforce development trainings okay. and they'll just get one group certificate. So when you want to walk out and, and you're and you and you want to you know go back to society and integrate, you can't get that certificate. Certificate, but at least you know we want to make sure that we prepare um, our you know the folks that are incarcerated. So once they get out, they don't ever come back. Yeah. Um, and part of this bill, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. yeah. And then part of this bill is also um, we call it the Dignity for Incarcerated Women Act. Okay. Um, and this would make sure that families, uh, men and women, who have um, children and they're in good behavior, that they have to be within 250 miles of their children. It also puts some you know um, it also puts um, limitations on how. They can treat pregnant women. You know, they can't just be, you know, tossing them around mm-hmm. because the truth is, you know, we, not everybody knows what happens under, you know, inside Absolutely. the Department of Corrections. Um, you know, a lot of the sheriffs did, were pushing back, uh, but thankfully we were able to get it out of the House and out of the Senate. And it's okay. now on the governor's desk waiting to get signed. Um, awesome. So if you want to, you know, if folks want to help support that, they can also, you know, call the governor's office to say, you know, sign, please sign 18, 1849. You know, we have to yeah. we have to focus on criminal justice reform. We spend over one point three billion dollars of our taxpayer dollars incarcerating, you know, the fourth yeah. largest amount of individuals in our mm-hmm. in, in the country. Um, we have to do better with how much how we how we spend our dollars. And I, as, as a yeah. senator, my job is to make sure that I'm a good steward of our taxpayer dollars. Being a good steward, steward isn't giving that money away to the wealthiest yeah. Arizona. Yeah. It's making sure that we're paying back all the money that we depleted uh, yeah. from any of these, um, you know, um, agencies that are serving the most vulnerable in our community. Yeah, and it's tough. It's 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 tough work. But hopefully, you know, with the next election, we'll get into the majority. Mm-hmm. Um, we can actually make some, you know, some proper investments where we need to. Okay. Um, you know, but for me, in my personal is just making sure that I am constantly investing in myself so that I can better represent the community that has sent me here to do the work yeah. um, and during this pandemic you know as the republicans were not acting um they weren't you know being assertive you mm-hmm. know we stepped up um and you know i found you know we, we try to locate as much money as possible for testing in the early months mm-hmm. because in my district which was a5009 mm-hmm. as well as zip code um it was one of the most uh, you know one of the district one of the um communities that was most impacted by COVID 19. yeah not only by that but it was also one of the least vaccinated communities um, but we're going to have um, the first lady and the first uh, and the second gentleman at isaac uh, middle school which is my alma mater wow. nice. um, we'll have them there we'll have them there on wednesday and it's exciting to you know to make sure to know that we ha- we're getting that national attention because it took a lot of work and effort because mm-hmm. the governor his door works closed we had to bang on his door bang on his door it's like hey you are not an expert in the Latino community and no one in your office is an expert in the Latino community. Right. And this is when I was a Latino caucus chair and we just said, we have to do it different. Here are the, here are the you know, community health centers that we're working with. Mm. Here are some of the leaders in our community. We can do this better than you, but we want to do it with you. Right. And again, you know, he would give all these multi-million dollar contracts to his buddies. And again, the Latino community who was most impacted, um, you know, didn't really weren't getting any money. I think we finally were able to, you know, squeeze out some money for vaccination works at the beginning of the year to the tune of almost ten million dollars. So there's a lot of work out there. We're yeah. gonna you're gonna see Democrats really um, focusing on making sure that we're investing in some really solid um, opportunities and working closely with other nonprofits and the philanthropy group so that we can lead as though we're in the majority, even though the Republicans mm-hmm. are still running the show here in the state mm-hmm. of Arizona. But we know that we can do it better. Yeah. We have better ideas. 
Um, you know, we have we, we have heart, we have commitment, we're constantly Absolutely. growing, yeah. and it's about making sure that we're delivering for the people of Arizona we and all guarantee, the people. We can guarantee that you know what you're talking about, and and our community is going to fight because we have the most to lose. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Um, so what can somebody do that's just a regular Joe Schmo that really wants to, besides, you know, calling our senators, calling our representatives, calling our governor, uh, how do we get involved? How do, how do you suggest that we get involved besides voting? Yes, of yeah. course, voting can make changes as we've yeah. seen. But how can you get involved if somebody wants to? I would look up organizations that are in the community. Mm -hmm. There's actually a statewide organization of different nonprofits that focuses on power building in many um, um, local communities across the state. That's mm -hmm. they're called One Arizona. So you can just check them out. Not One Arizona, the, the credit union. Right. One Arizona, <laughs> One Arizona, the nonprofit that you know. There's I think there's they have like 23 different organizations. Okay. They do a lot of voter registration, a lot of training to you know organize within your communities. There's also um, neighborhood block watches. There is neighborhood association. And if you don't, and there's Facebook groups and you can have folks meet, you know, now that more folks are becoming vaccinated, you know, organize a small group or reach out to me. You know, I like to make myself available. I know there's other elected officials that want to make themselves available mm -hmm. as well. Invite us. We're here to have a conversation with you. I, you know, you all invited me. I'm here. You know, I right, love this conversation and I love the show that you all have. Um, but there's always an opportunity for folks to get involved. But um, and if and if you don't want to get involved and you rather just open up your wallet, then support those nonprofits yeah. and organizations that's, so, that's, or support the candidates that refer, that represent the, your values that mm -hmm. are going to fight um, for the issues that you care about most. Um, so there's a lot of different ways to get involved. And um, and again, one of those other ways is, you know, reaching out to your own elected official. It could be city council member. It could be your um, your state senator, your state representative right, or right. U.S. senators or U.S. members of Congress. Perfect. So there's a lot of opportunities out there. So no one should. Everyone has homework. Yeah, absolutely. And, that, and that, that's actually, I'm glad that we brought the, this, that we kind of geared it in, in this direction now is because, you know, what our main topic was about what, what do we do after Pride? And mm -hmm. I think Pride can come, I know that it encompasses the gay community, the LGBT community, but it also encompasses like who we are as people, not only mm -hmm. gay, but like we're, for us, we're Latino. And so we're, mm -hmm. I've always called it, like I called it before is we're, we're minority squared, right? Because mm -hmm. we face two different, two different. And we're fat. <laughs> I mean, we struggling, uh, girl. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just fluffy. Yeah. Okay, we'll go with that. We'll go with, yeah. that. We'll go with that. I like the word fluffy. You know, there's, there's, there's just one five levels. You now, go ahead. Yeah. No. Uh, hey, just like, like, like I squeeze you on Saturday, homie. No, we're as, good. As, as, yeah. as you all were hanging out in little shady zone at, 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 um, the, at the bar. We're all perched. We're yeah. literally perched. <laughs> And Charlie's watching all the little yeah. gays. I'm like, like, I'm like, who's that over there? Staring, I literally told him, let's everyone. go up there. I want to judge. <laughs> let's go up there and see. <laughs> yeah, then I get up there. I'm like, look at this mess. Look at yeah. this mess. Look at this. We, we, were, we were literally were like, was that us? Did we do that you know, shit? You know, you know, it was. You, you know, know it was. You know it was, was, like, was pre-COVID. I've, 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 I've seen you all in much of your younger years. and How dare you? <laughs> hey, I was wild as well. But this show know. is about you, not us. <laughs> I think I might have some pictures, maybe some videos Video, on my three. best friends on my three megapixel phones. Oh my god! LG flip phone. I had a razor, so I guess that's after you. You're like a year younger. I'm all. I had. I had the first slider phone where it was literally the earpiece that slid up. If you had a Nokia brick, that was your old. What's name? With the cricket. With the snake. I had a cricket phone back. Oh, we all had cricket. Is that still exists, right? Or is it cricket still exists? Memo. I don't know. No. If you have voice stream. If you remember what voice stream was, none I of you don't. remember what voice stream was. Am I aging myself even more right now? Yeah, a little I bit. Totally Is that am. like a pager? <laughs> <laughs> did you ever have a loop? That was JJ the King of Beavers. Yeah, I had that Were too. you guys ever on the loop? Um, I did join the loop. I was on the loop. But not, not loop. Be mostly because my my older sister, who's like um, your age. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, you know, she would. You we know, buy everybody, every, every, we every, buy everybody would uh, was on these lines. You know, changing their little voices, trying to sound more feminine or, or trying to sound more masculine. It was hilarious. That's what Memo does. Memo does all the time. What? That. <laughs> exactly. Never. Yes, you do. He sounds butch like around yeah. guys. And we're like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. yeah When'd you I show know. up? Did you guys ever have the uh What's the that? Boost Mobile one that was like a radio? So you never used yeah, your yeah, mimics yeah, yeah. the whole Oh yeah. Where oh, you yeah, at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. You would always hear that sound. <laughs> Some of the walkie talkie ones? Yeah. yeah. It was like a walkie talkie, yeah. Boost. No, voice stream voice stream is what now is T Mobile. Oh. It started as a voice stream, so that was nineties. It's Brent. When I was a teenager, <laughs> that's well because you were a teenager still in the two thousand. Oh yeah, bitch, I was too. Hey, you know man. what? If we had Sprint now, you would not be in my favorites. <laughs> oh, I forgot about you would not the be on my type five. No, <laughs> no that was T-Mobile. Hey, oh no, I, I did have Sprint. And I would wait now. until nine o'clock to text you. You think there's like Gen Zers right now, like watching, and they're just like they have what no the idea what's going on. What are they talking, talking about? about? Yeah. yeah, is that like you, a, yeah? You would wait till nine o'clock to use to, to use, use your, your minutes. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I would flex on everyone at school because my mom got the plan where it starts at seven. Oh, so like, yeah, I could talk to you at seven. Yeah, <laughs> I could talk to you at seven. <laughs> and 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 boy, did we talk after seven. Oh yeah, okay. I was on the phone mm-hmm. nonstop. If you weren't on the internet, that was rambling. Right. Like <laughs> was a- doing the a- noise. A- AOL, dial up, dial up, AOL. Did you guys even know what the AOL was? Are you yeah. guys? What do you mean? Like the whole AIM. Whole, oh, that's where you met. Yeah. We probably. I, like, I thought we were going to tell that story, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I told didn't... you I've known you for a long time. <laughs> Is that how you got to know each other? Yeah. No, I'm totally no, kidding now. I, I feel I'm like. Oh, wait a minute. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like when I was a teenager, I probably talked to like a sexual predator on there. Probably. Yeah. That's, probably that's, probably that's, <laughs> and that's why we need sex education exactly. in the state of Arizona. You know, to Seriously. watch out for them. He's only seeking them out. And well, he was that M seeking M. Look, when we can't but, when we can't learn about yeah, when we can't learn about you know sexuality in our schools, we had we had to learn it out on the streets, you know. So my, and how effective was that? <laughs> okay, so All that's right. the weird part. Like, if we weren't allowed to talk, because I remember in high school, like like I took sex ed class mm-hmm. and we talked about gay, and that was during the time where it was supposed to be illegal, right? In two thousand, correct, ninety seven. They couldn't talk about it in a po- was, they couldn't talk about it in a positive light. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. They could refer to it, but it never like. Yeah, and then, okay. and that makes sense because like my, my teacher was les was a lesbian or mm-hmm. is a lesbian. Oh well, there you go. She's yeah, she was probably she's heading back. Gonna, yeah, she was having her she was having her students back because she's there's, all, there's <laughs> clearly LGBTQ kids in every single classroom. She was all this chubby Mexican football player's gay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I get that. I get Your that. family. You're a friend of Dorothy. As <laughs> <laughs> we talked Mary. about last time. Remember? <laughs> Come on, Mary. Come on, Mary. <laughs> um. So also, like, well, let me ask you this in the gay community. So, like, what, like, I know that you talked about there's a lot of things to do, um, but like, well, talk to me a little bit more about this. But one of the things that I want to ask, what do you feel are some of the ramifications that can come from this for in education in in, in our youth? Because I think that's huge, and a lot of, a lot of things, uh, a lot a lot of things that they don't think about is what it's going to do rather than to our youth rather than. Uh, Help! It's actually going to hinder. I think. Like long-term effects. Absolutely, because you're literally not talking about the issue. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think you know, um, in the district that I represent, five out of the top ten zip codes in the in in the entire state. Mm -hmm. um, You know, I represent five of the zip codes with the highest STI rates. So again, when we are not talking about sex in the classroom or having you know good you know um, um, sex education that is age appropriate, uh, medically accurate. Mm You can, you know, you can have young, you know, um, young um, pregnant teens. Yeah. You know, I can tell you from from myself, my my family, my one of my sisters got pregnant at thirteen, another one yeah. got pregnant at fourteen. It's like 
clearly there's a problem here. Yeah. And Arizona for a long time had the highest teenage pregnancy rates. Mm-hmm. Um, we still yeah. have, you know, we still have very high STI rates yeah. um, in many of our communities. And again, who else are you going to talk to about these issues? Yeah. It's it's these, these are so taboo. When in reality, this isn't a taboo issue. This is a public health issue. Right. Exactly. This is a this is a these are issues that we have to constantly push. Um, so that we can make sure that our kids have the the most accurate information that they need so that they can live healthy um, and safe lives when they're out in the public. Yeah. This whole thing with abstinence, it's like, you know, we have it's to. Not realistic. It doesn't work. It's not, it's it doesn't like, work. Hello? It's not based in reality. It's, it's based in this moral compass that not everybody will follow or, or or subscribe to that even their own people don't follow correct. exactly correct like, hypocrisy. That, that's the biggest part like the whole saying you know oh you know what they say about the catholic ones you know yeah. what they say about the christian ones i mean again not knocking mm-hmm. but it's it there's so much truth mm-hmm. to that like they don't even follow it themselves like how do you expect people who don't because follow it's your about religion pe- keeping people down right. it's about control, control. it's yeah. about mm-hmm. more than just being happy and letting people be happy and do what they want to be it's just about control well, th- and think about when we're young, you know, um, you know, I grew up in the church, so I was very much, yeah. you know, a Christian kid so and <laughs> and, you know, growing up with this abstinence around you. But, you know, how many young people were having sex? Oh. I'm like, hello. It's oh. like people. It's like adults <laughs> forget. Yeah, they were kids yeah too. exactly. So you know, your like, soul just, you know, and it, there's just there's there's got to be a better way to do yeah. this. And it has to be a way that still dignifies um, our young people yeah. that gives them the tools that they need. Um, and make sure that, again, you know, we can't be led by, you know, um, by, you know, one's own values. Yeah. We have to be led by science, by mm-hmm. data, by facts. Yeah. And if there is a trend Results. happening, you <laughs> know, mm-hmm. if, if, like I said, if there is a trend, if I saw that Arizona had a trend, so many young teenage parents, it's like, OK, there's obviously we have to talk about something here. We can't mm-hmm. continue this trend because now you're going to create another cycle of poverty yeah. that yeah. is going to be difficult for those people and their kids to break out of. Exactly. That's just the reality. This you're is, this is it, yeah. you don't even you don't even need like science or, or facts. You just yeah. need it's just, just, it's just walk facts. out. Yeah, it's just, it just it just it just it's crazy. that Common sense. Yeah, like exactly. It just it's crazy that you you see information, you see what the facts are. It's not working. So why keep on pushing the same thing if it's not working? It's insane. It's called insanity. Insanity, it's right? The definition insanity. of insanity. Trying like the same thing over and over, over again. Over and over, yeah. and it's not Expecting changing. But you're result, like right. a hardcore believer that it, it works, but it doesn't. It's showing us that it doesn't. So why keep pushing it? What What are you losing by trying? Something because new? unfortunately, those are people who don't know how to don't know how to lose. Right. They They have to prove a point right. that oh, I'm right, and my, I'm gonna be right, and I'm gonna believe right. it until I am right. Mm-hmm. And they are so stuck or mm-hmm. lost in their own delusion yeah. that they will never see the, the reality they're that they're going to And like when, especially when you talk about like the whole sex thing, like like I was in the seminary. And if, oh wow. if you only oh, you're gonna you're gonna be a you're gonna be a, 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 priest. a priest. Yeah. Priest. I was I was in the seminary and so I, I know was, I know a few of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I know a few of y'all. <laughs> um, the things that I my first experience was there yeah. with a man like or with with another guy was was in the seminary. When when you look at if you if you saw what I I'm sure you 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 might have been privy to it you, you know a few of us if you saw what I saw like it's seriously like who are you kidding like mm-hmm. come on now. this image that you're trying to portray is not it does not, not exist it's not the real does thing. not exist so, it, it it can exist but it again can. it's about having the tools out there for right it, it can but but let's be honest like I think we're 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 beyond that correct I think I think so, right. socially we're beyond that like yeah, that beyond. was that was cute the in in early last century and before that but let's be honest like you know when when you when the world has has evolved into the sexual revolution and when you look at mm-hmm. 
the free thought has 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 increased and people are now questioning everything we're beyond that we're beyond this ideal that we can live in this box and then we can we can live in this in this set idea of what we're supposed to be and, and how we're supposed to be we're beyond that yeah well i just find it funny that we still think that we need to be living with the same values as 1776 and like uh no, we need yeah. to evolve. Why aren't you open to change? They have to also like we're like the, like for example in our culture, the way I look at it is we're we're expected to live in the same values that our parents grew up in. Yep. Like I like I've told my parents like well the world that like because my like for example like my parents are very um, uh, they're old fashioned, mm-hmm. you know, um, and so like they 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 like they still like how like like you look at my nephews and how mm-hmm. they talk and, and and my like my parents are still taken aback from that. I'm like you have to understand you are trying to 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 raise them or you're trying to talk to them, you know, about a world that no longer exists. Yeah. Like where mm-hmm. we are today and where you, what you grew up in no yeah, longer no exists. And, and think, that's the yeah. point of government, right? We need to evolve and move and, and the country needs to get better and not stay in the same, yeah. in the same place we were before. We're stagnant. So uh, we could go on forever. Yeah. But we don't have all the time. <laughs> and, and this AC turned off a while ago. I'm like, I'm trying to, you know, I'm like, I'm not sure what to do. I'm kind of overheating. <laughs> he just passes out. Do I, <laughs> so let's finish it off with our, our queer obsession. So it's basically what in queer world right now you're obsessed with a song, a movie, a show, whatever you're into. I'll go first. Okay. Mine is a song by Alex Newell. Um, Boy, you can keep it. What is that? Love it. It's like just knowing your worth and saying this this thing you're doing where you think you're bad, you can keep it. I'm gonna tell you that. You can yeah, keep tell it. me that. <laughs> I need to go next. I'm not even ready. <laughs> like, What's your game? I'm session? like, what is my game session right now? Um, and don't game... say penis. <laughs> <laughs> she does have the. Thick, she does. She does. Okay, ha- she does have the thickest like, mic. She does have the thickest she does mic have over a there. Thick mic. You greedy little just, bottom. I had that what mic over fuck? here, and she just and she, she and he grabbed it. All kinds he of grabbed way, huh? it. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll, I guess I'll be fine with this one. Hating ass bitches. <laughs> no, um, my queer obsession right now. Oh fuck, I don't even know right now. Like, song. there's so much. Well, I'm still stuck on that song, like the one that I, I no, talked about on Saturday. New one. But I like it. It has to be a song. It's, no, no whatever. Oh, okay, I'm like, anything, I'm like, I don't anything even know. Queer it could be a book. So, it could be a actually, paper. It could be anything. Did you know that Vin Diesel released a single this year? What? Uh, is it queer because is it queer because you feel queer for him? One, yeah. Two, it, but you listen to it and it's it's like it's like EDM, so it's like oh. it's oh, totally a gay it. song. I definitely okay. heard it's, it. I heard it. He doesn't sound bad, so I'm, I'm still stuck on that. That's a, yeah. it's still a good song. Okay. Um. So I'll go with that then yeah. because like I mean it's a good song even though it came out a couple months ago. It's still a good song. Sure. Um, I, I, you know, I have to say, I mean, I really love them, our millennials and our Gen Zers yeah. who, because honestly, they're the ones that inspire me all the time. So my, you know, my, my, my queer celebration, my, you know, um, you know, what, um, what we're celebrating is you know, our young people who are saying, you know, screw the status quo, you know, screw, you know, what everyone has, you know, set out for us, we're going to do it differently. And that's why I think, you know, they are the ones that are making, um, a Queen Latifah, you know, feel much more confident just Absolutely. saying, just walking out and saying like, well, I should have done this a long time ago, probably. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, and it's, and it's young people, you know, like, like little Nas X who was just like, well, screw it all. Screw it. You say, I'm going to go to hell. Well, watch me. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. hear it. I'm going to turn it out. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. you know, and his music is good and he's it a talented is. artist. And so I, I definitely love the fact that we're seeing just so many younger folks saying, you know, I'm mm-hmm. done with, they're even done with millennials. they're definitely done with gen x yeah no offense (laughs) why am i here they're not gonna be okay 
No, but, but thank you all again, honestly, for for inviting no, me to your thank show. Thank you. Thank you, honestly. Coming. Like this act, like not that I expected anything less from you. I mean, I've known you over the years, and I've mm-hmm. always, I've always admired your drive and, and who you are as a person. Um, but this actually turned out a lot better and more educational than I planned for. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that. Okay, educated. Well, and likewise, I walk away knowing a little bit more. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. But so. yeah, thank you again. Well, thank, thank you. you. Thank you again so much for joining us here and in your car, living room, wherever you're listening to us. Absolutely. And also, I just wanted to touch up on uh, those of you. I know I, we should have. We did do this on our mm-hmm. socials. Hey, Bitch Live happened this last weekend. Yeah, yes. I was going to bring that up. I want to say thank you to out. everybody who showed up <laughs> to support us. That was huge. It was beyond yeah. what we expected, we beyond yeah. what we could have hoped for. I mean, thank you from the bottom of our gay little hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an incredible event. Right now, we're working on our next event, also going to be held at Los Sombreros. Uh, if you had, if you didn't get a chance to come out the, to our first one last weekend, you can still come out to the next one. We're already planning that out. We're putting together a really good show for you guys. We're going to change it up a little bit. Um, I just hope they don't show the Corona bottle, you know, clip. Uh, it's not there. It. It's amazing. <laughs> the talented. For, the, for those of you that did not watch, you got to watch the second one. All right. <laughs> so it was a lot of fun. But again, thank you so much for to, to all of our family, to all of our friends mm-hmm. that came out. That was that was amazing. That was amazing. And it really was. Where can we reach you? Do you have a Twitter? Do you have a Instagram? Do you want? Where can we? Yeah, so where I, can the public reach you? Yeah, yeah. So I'm on I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, all of the above at Navarrete AZ, um, or just you know Google Tony Navarrete, or you can go to TonyNavarrete.com where you you're can Googleable. Say, yeah, I'm Googleable. He's so famous. <laughs> <laughs> we have one famous friend. <laughs> I have two. That's all. That's all. We had we had we had to end with the uh, delusional. Cut, cut, cut delusional. <laughs> You're like you need to get out of that capital. <laughs> make you delusional. It's messing with your mind. Exactly. He's going into heat stroke right now. I, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm like, this is this is where that powder would have made. You decided this. to come up with a soup up in here. Okay. okay. No, we're just chill. It's a work, it's a work the, day. It's funny because we got off the car. We're all like chill. We're like, chill, like, oh, and we're like he, he gets off the car, and as soon as I'm like, hmm. how are we gonna do that to us? I'm gonna have my face. Well, again, no. thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you can find me on Insta, DangAZ86. Okay. And then Insta, Memo. Insta on... underscore Memo Mem. Insta underscore Memo Mem. You can find us on Instagram as a podcast at uh, Hey Bitch the Pod on Instagram and on Facebook. Hey Bitch the Podcast. I can the barely podcast. get one. <laughs> I can only get my own. You barely get your <laughs> own. You barely get. But follow us. We're on also we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Stitcher Google. Amazon, Google. You name it, Where we're on you it. Get your podcast. Huh? Wherever you get your podcast needs, that's where we're at. You're, you look for some entertainment, I got you. We're like... And he's got an only... We're like though. syphilis. We're everywhere. <gasps> <laughs> I'm not endorsing that nasty bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please get tested. <laughs> please get, please get tested. I never Stop got the edu- spread. I didn't get educated. See the problem? Stop the spread. I can't. That's, that's that Tempe education for you. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Hey, bitch. is a part of the Fuerte Arts Network. The thoughts and opinions on this show are our own and do not necessarily reflect those of the Fuerte Arts Network.